Hello and welcome to Sonographers Spill the Tea, where we're here to discuss all things ultrasound, particularly safety in sonography and cap the caseload. We're here to uplift, educate, and foster a community of wellness and realness in ultrasound. And you'll get no shortage of real talk from me, your host, Joanna Hall. Disclaimer, real talk can get explicit at times, so this podcast may not always be suitable for tiny human ears. Now, let's get into this week's Tea and Sonography. Hey, Team Sano, it's your girl, Joanna, founder and CEO of Ultra Safe Ultrasounds. I don't know about you, but it feels like this year was dreadfully slow and incredibly fast simultaneously all at the same time. And here we are, we're in the last month of 2021, and we are going to be finishing strong in this cheerful season of giving. I'm so excited to be able to drop on you guys that we're going to be doing the 12 days of STR over the holidays. We're going to be bringing the lives back in many form. We're going to do 12 days of STR. So 12 days of soft tissue recovery. I'm going to let you guys into my business. We're going to do it live on IG. It's at 6am. We're going to go for about 20-30 minutes. I'm going to let you guys in to see how did I recover from my work-related musculoskeletal injury? How did I get to a place where I'm now pain-free, where I don't have to worry about pain medicine and all the things that go along with being in a state of defense scar tissue rehabilitation in a state of chronic inflammation and symptomatic pain. Um, I want to give you guys all the details I can in about 12 days, a little 12-step program, if you will, on how to optimize your soft tissue recovery and your body and stay safe scanning. And so I'm really excited to be able to have and bring you a miniature form of the lives that we had done over the summer as we produced and created our Ergo Mechanics course. So this is going to be really exciting to be able to offer over the holiday season. But first and foremost, what I want to give you guys right now, so you have some tangible holiday tea that you can utilize right now is I'm going to tell you about the difference between being a mobile sonographer and being a traveling sonographer and how those two can enable you to make a lot of money in diagnostic ultrasounds. So there can be a little bit of confusion. Is a mobile sonographer the same as a traveler? Um, how do they make money? And I'm going to give you guys all of that right here, right now, because there's no holiday without your money, right? Being safe, health and wellness is all good. But what we really think about is how we're going to make those bennies, like how we're going to make this money, we need to make sure that we can take care of our families and and take care of our bills. We love patient care. We're really, really good at what we do as sonographers. um, And we do it to the detriment of our own bodies. But at the end of the day, hello, I'm going to need you to pay me because I'm amazing. And so I want to be really, really clear that the most effective way to make the most money in sonography is by having your own established business. So that's going to be our disclaimer as we go forward with the mobile versus traveler that this is all 
dependent on if you're being W-2'd. If you work for yourself, the rules kind of change a little bit when it comes to your tax eligibility and write-off and stipends and allowances and reimbursements and distributions and all that stuff. So let's go ahead and put a pin in that part of it because that's a lot more in-depth. And let's go ahead and give you guys all the tea and sonography when it comes to mobile versus traveling sonographers. Y'all ready? First and foremost, they're not the same. <laughs> Just like if you tuned into previous episodes that we've done, the ver- actually the pilot episode was sonographer versus an ultrasound tech and is that the same? Um, we just shared a really amazing article that um, oh my goodness, forgive me, I can't remember the organization. I want to say it was Ultra Select Medical. Yes, it was Ultra Select Medical because we did some tea with them to their applications specialist, Lisa, um, which was a great episode. You should definitely check it out. But they also released a blog on technician versus technologist, which was such an insightful article as well. I loved that. So we're going to touch base on that one as well eventually. But right here, right now, we're going to talk about the mobile versus the traveler. So I have been a traveler. Um, I've traveled for years. I love being a traveling sonographer and people always wonder, well, how do you make that money? Like, how do you make that travel money? Especially with these crisis rates going up, there is all kinds of ultrasound money to be made right now. I have seen it touch $4,000 a week in some places. They are so hard up for a diagnostic medical sonographer. And you know what? A lot of people are because we're really hard to find. And we're, you know, because the injuries that we sustain in this field, it's really hard to last long. And so a veteran sonographer, a really experienced sonographer who's still scanning um, is becoming harder and harder to find because there are pivots into applications and pivots into academia and pivots into different arenas where you can still serve in healthcare that don't necessarily have to do with direct direct patient care and scanning, um, which so many sonographers find themselves unable to do. But for travelers who are doing it in different spaces, the first thing you have to know is that you need to be able to duplicate expenses to make the most money. Okay, the reason why travelers make so much money is really more to do with their non-taxable portion versus the taxable portion of their gross. So what does that all mean? That means if you're making, let's say, $50 an hour in your travel assignment, you are not getting taxed on that whole $50. You're getting taxed where you're not going to like alert the IRS and there's not a red flag that's going to go over. You want to really stay at that $20 W-2 taxable range um, and then take the other 30 in non-taxable stipends. And you're going to get those in a couple of ways. You can get those in your housing allowance. You can get that in your meals and incidentals. Um, Some places or agencies even offer car rental reimbursements. So you really just have to be able to find that nice balance of what's a good taxable wage for you versus a non-taxable and more than anything to make your non-taxable wages legitimate you have to have a tax home 
you have to have a place where you are duplicating expenses, meaning you are paying for two places to live. You are paying for this room and board in this place where you make most of your money. And then you're leaving that place where you made most of your money. And you're leaving that room and board that you have, which is the easiest to really deal with if you just have a mortgage to pay with. But not everybody has a mortgage. Sometimes you have an apartment. Sometimes you're renting a room. Sometimes you still live with your parents, you know. So how can you still have a tax home and qualify for those stipends is going to depend on what your living situation is. But you need to have a way to prove that you are paying for two places to live that are not within about 50 miles um, of each other because then you really haven't left your tax home or your tax home region, which is more of a region than a very specific location, okay? So that's how you make a lot of money when you're traveling. It really, really has to do with those tax-free stipends, okay? And and that's where, you know, housing comes into play. And that's where I prefer to travel in an RV. But that's not a cheaper, more affordable way to deal with housing. Let me be very clear. Uh, it's just a lifestyle and a way to travel that suits my lifestyle and my, um, my work-life balance for my children. I homeschool. So this is just the way that we travel. But there's so many ways to do it. Um, and there's so many lucrative ways to be able to take home that tax-free crisis rate money that's going on right now. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. And you can get discounts you can't find anywhere else. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD, that's P-O-D, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code POD. That's P-O-D. Now that's the traveler side of things, and there's still so much more, but let's go ahead and go over to the mobile side of things. So a mobile sonographer is not like a traveler in the sense where a traveler can probably go to one assignment, they'll stay there for 13 weeks, usually about 13 weeks. Sometimes they extend. It can be a six-month assignment. Sometimes they can extend up to a year. It is highly recommended that you don't go past a year because now you are not a traveler there, okay? Now you've established a, a new tax home. And if you start circling back to the same places, then you can be considered a seasonal employee. So you can risk your stipends there too. But a mobile sonographer pretty much stays in their tax home region, right? And they may move or be mobile in different places. Now that's not the same as a PRN. A PRN can work for one system or one, you know, doctor's office and just come in, go as needed. Whereas a mobile sonographer may have their own equipment, right? They may be able to purchase 
some type of sonography equipment and mobily nomadically go to a specific person or place that is in need of that diagnostic imaging service. This could be nursing homes, this could be jails, this could be a private practice at a doctor's office, it could be really anywhere. That's where your your imagination can kind of go off a little bit on where you can be mobile and where you can provide ultrasounds outside of the normal clinical setting like a hospital or a doctor's office. Now, sometimes you can be mobile and you can work for yourself, which we put a pin in, right? We put a pin in that one. Or sometimes you can also work for like an on-call company. And if you're working for an on-call company, well, then maybe they have the equipment and you can just be mobile for them. And when you get to that destination, then they already have the equipment set up. Now, here's where the money comes in when you are mobile. It really depends on who's doing the billing, right? Sometimes you can charge per exam, whether you're working for yourself or working for somebody else. Sometimes you can charge and set that rate. Other times you can do it per hour. Some folks can do a half day rate. Some folks can do a full day rate, kind of depending on their arrangement between where they are providing these diagnostic ultrasounds. But again, whether you're traveling or whether you're a traveler or mobile, you should still be getting um, tax-free dollars for gas and reimbursements. That doesn't go away. It's just what all can you get reimbursements for changes with your setup. But when you are working mobily, and let's say you're working for a company, well, maybe you charge that company $100 per exam. Say, listen, for every exam I do for you or I get called out to do, I'm going to charge you $100. Now, make sure that if you are charging per exam, that you are truly charging per exam. That means if you are doing a bilateral lower extremity, well, that's two exams. You should be charging for two of them. If you are doing a patient, a gravid patient who is uh, who is not a singleton and they have multiple gestations, well, you should be charging for each evaluation for each gestation that you are evaluating. Um, make sure that you are charging per exam that you actually complete. Now, here's the other kicker. If you are doing the billing per exam, that's where the money can really kick in. And that's where different types of relationships with different clinical settings can really benefit the sonographer. Because at that point, if you develop the correct relationship, and if you even have the correct business entity set up, you can now step in mobily and do the exams and submit the billing and really get that money, that real diagnostic medical sonographer money that will equate to your talents. I love when a sonographer is able to go in, do what they do, do it very, very well and get paid an equitable amount of money for their skill set. So again, mobile versus traveler. Okay, let's do a quick little recap. As a traveler, you're typically going to have these 13 week long assignments. Okay. And for the traveler, and this is for the mobile tech too, you guys, 
make sure that you're still stretching and strengthening your body. It doesn't matter if you're not on staff and kind of going through the carousel of patient after patient and you found yourself a different medium or mode to be able to scan, um, you're still going to wind up hurting yourself depending on your patient load, um, your ergonomics, your biomechanics, your age, how long you've been in the game. There's so many factors that go into how quick you can become symptomatic in your soft tissue and your sonographer shoulder. So as a traveler, sometimes because you're making quote unquote, more money than the perms, they may want to leave you the quote unquote, harder exams. Okay. That's just kind of one of those things that you don't, you can push back against it. You wouldn't be wrong, but that's more of like, you know what, go in, handle your business and then on to the next one. Right. So make sure that if you're being left the quote unquote, hard exams for whatever hazing you might be going through because you're the traveler, or maybe you're the newbie or, you know, maybe you piss somebody off. I don't know. Um, just make sure that you are optimizing your STR and join us throughout the month of December as we give you free STR demos. I'm going to be doing them live. It's going to be so wonderful to be able to interact with you all again for just 20 little minutes a couple of days a week through December as we make our way towards Christmas. For the mobile sonographer, okay, it's going to depend on if you're charging per exam or per hour. Um, either way, whether you're self-employed or you're W-2, you should be getting tax-free money for gas, toll, reimbursements, things like that. Um, and who's doing that billing when you are a mobile sonographer? It's going to depend on whether you're making good money or great money. It could depend on you making great money or amazing money. And that also depends on, of course, what you are able to do. Don't go for a goal if you know that's not a goal for you, okay? Go for something attainable where you can find a way to make some extra dollars during this holiday time. Go ahead and fill up your pocket and do something nice for yourself, okay? And make the money that you are truly valued at and worth. Travelers, don't forget you have to have your tax-free homes. You have to be duplicating expenses to be able to truly qualify for those tax-free reimbursements. And it's truly those tax-free reimbursements are going to be where you're going to bring home those big, big dollar bills. And right now is an amazing time to make some crisis rate money. And please know Okay, gravity is real and so is the market. And anything that goes up and inflates as high as it is right now will eventually come down. So if you are working a perm position, do not quit your day job, okay? And if you want to take a sabbatical, go make some quick holiday assignment money and then go back to your perm, that's your business. See what you could work out with your employer. Um, but I highly recommend nobody quit your day job to go chasing down $4,000 a week. The rates are real. They are in effect. They are live today, right now. But if stability is for you, then you're not going to want to jump off the ledge and go hunting for $4,000, okay? You want to make sure that you keep yourselves grounded and with a leg to stand on, God forbid anything goes wrong, okay? So... 
that's the tea for sonography. I hope that it helped you clarify how being a mobile sonographer or a traveling sonographer can be lucrative if it's a good fit for your work-life balance or your hard hustle goals. Like if you out there hard hustling right now and you're ready to make this money, go for it. And if you are into that work-life balance and you've got to tread a little bit more carefully, well, you can go for it too. Find what works for you. Stay in your lane. Make lots of money this season. And I will see you guys in the next episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. If you want to continue to get all of the tea in sonography, make sure that you join us on all the social platforms. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And visit us on our website, ultrasafeultrasounds.com, where if you're needing any services in sonography, such as staffing or safety, I'm your girl. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea.